This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, the, the success rate, again, like a majority of these runs, they were they were game for, they were ready for. Um, most of them went, you know, under four yards. So, and and you, again, you can make that comment for just about any, any offense, but the rate at which they went under four yards was still, you know, what it was. So they were, they were, they had like the 49ers had the, the 24th highest success rate for that week, that game. So, um, okay. So, another good run fit. Is six oh oh in the in the file if you have that, and then four fifty five in the first quarter, roughly first and ten. Um, if you want to talk, talk us through this one. Yeah, this is a uh, a good um, run fit against uh, counter counter run. So you got two pullers coming from the weak side, um, or no, coming from the strong side. Sorry, toward toward the weak side. Um, the front they're in. Th- this is so they're the front they're in first and foremost. They're once again in that under front. Miles Adams playing a five technique. Puna Ford a, a one technique Shelby Harris, the week three technique and Irvin is kind of your, your Leo equivalent and they're gapped out. They've got a uh, quandary digs in the box this time. So they've got weak rotate or flex rotation. Um, but the reason why they defend this well is, well, I would actually say part of this is that Kyle Shanahan, this wasn't Kyle Shanahan's best play call um, because they're getting two pullers to the weak side and they have technically a C gap bubble. But the player that forms the C gap on the weak side is a receiver, I think. Um, and he's like flexed. He's not like in the core or like hands in the dirt and stuff. So Seattle's lever spill lever. So, or turn back, run through, turn back. So Quandre Diggs is technically your lever player. So if he gets a puller to the second level, he has to fit that with outside leverage. So engage the block with his inside half, keep his outside half free. Barton would have to hit that the inside of that puller um and then and then uh brooks would have the uh the run through on the um like the front side a gap i think like the backside run through as the as the backside lever um yeah fitting in next available mm -hmm. now what's great about this is that the reason why it works is well first irvin spills spills the kick out block from the uh yeah 
And this is a big thing. They only seem to do this when they can see two pullers. But Irvin in particular is very good at it. Like, Amafe won't do this, but Nwosu Irvin will. Right. So, so Irvin gets contact on two guys, essentially, from this. That's why spilling counter can be so beneficial. Even though he gets moved, that, sec that second puller through can't contact any of the linebackers from it. Yeah, I think he um, ends up making the tackle as well, you know. Yeah, he might. Kind of a beast play. He might. And so normally 15, he's got to find Cody. He messes up looking for Diggs, I think. He needs to find Barton, but he doesn't. And Diggs does a good job to kind of allay the block anyway. So they're both leveraged to be free hitters. Um, that lead has to end up hitting Cody, then that frees Irvin late at the end there. But so it's all about making a gap run work or defending a gap run, a, a two-puller gap run, is all about keeping the way Seattle organizes themselves, that second in the fit, second-level defender. So Diggs is first in the fit toward the play side. Barton is second in the fit. And so often it's Barton, Barton's guy that gets climbed on, but he's free here. Um, so, and that's essentially why it's effective, because they've got a guy clean. And Harris holds up as well as he needs to to keep the tackle on him because if the tackle would then be often the tackle likes to down block and then climb if he if he can on the near three technique and he's not really able to do that. Yeah. And so so Harris is satisfactory here and they're sound. The run doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So just illustrating Griff's point from the end zone angle. Here comes this first puller. And then this guy's going to come along as well. So the backside guard and like the backside you, uh, which is uh, juice check off the line of scrimmage. And uh, Irvin, as soon as the receiver leaves him alone, and as soon as this tackle doubles Shelby Harris, Irvin knows he needs to kind of tighten down because he's thinking like power counter gap scheme if, he, if you're unblocked. Um and yeah, you can see how he he just spills the football, um, takes two for the price of one basically here, um, by giving up uh, block, taking it on with like wrong arm, like his uh, outside shoulder dipping in um, to the blocks, uh, and he's like a disruptive menace. He ends up joining the hit because he's just not meant to make this play. Here's Quandre Diggs on the second level as the front side turn back player. He is kind of slow playing this because his strength right now is not going to be his uh well his strength his his strength is like his agility he's not like a big box hitter and he knows probably that this receiver is coming towards him and so he's probably aware of what run type it is um he knows he can beat this block which he does gets over the top of it so he's the he's still got outside leverage on this fullback block and here's barton coming underneath as the run through um, taking on, and it's just a mess at the line of scrimmage. A great run fit, uh, and th this is kind of like uh, they didn't run this play again, um, especially out of this look. But this is indicative of the whole run defense, where everyone's on the same page, everyone's staying and playing. Nice bend the knee job from Shelby against the double, and uh, yeah, it's a great, great run fit. Like that's the stuff that we get excited about, um, and it has been lacking in. Uh, past weeks it does help that they're in under with um you know flex rotation their old defense but yeah mm -hmm. 
Okay, so. So, so yeah, really it felt like they had the formula of this game. They just needed to be at full strength and not have the usual Shanahan, you know, designer stuff uh, hit them. Yeah. The so, did. what didn't help them, obviously, was Quandry Diggs' dropped pick, which was uh, nice coverage. So, it was third and 11 with two minutes left in the second quarter. Because uh, it's third and 11, Seattle runs a double A gap front. The idea being uh, it can dictate protection. You're probably going to get big on big. Um, it depends, but Seattle does get big on big here. Uh, basically get, getting everyone else one-on-one -on, -one on the line um, because the center's wasted for a minute. Although I think San Francisco kept guys in. Now, on the back end, they were playing um, cover eight. So Mike Jackson to the strong side, the three-receiver side of the empty set. He's in a like the cloud of cover two. Then we have Tease Tabor. He's in a deep half over the top of him. We have Kobe Bryant, who's in like this vertical... Uh, hook or vertical curl where he's um he might match the two down the field but to bunch he might play it more like a zone uh then we have Tariq Woolen who's this side playing a deep quarter and then we have Diggs playing a deep quarter now I don't know if this was the tricks adjustment where Diggs eyes the three receiver up or if he's just reading the eyes and like you know his two stayed in chipping Taylor I think so I couldn't really get a read on that. I don't know if he was just playing it just from the eyes. I think that is what he's doing because he starts with this little pedal here. Purdy looks to the other side of Diggs and Diggs is able to come on to the football. And I mean, he, he knows he should have caught the ball, but it's really great coverage from Diggs up until that point. Um, yeah. You can see Kobe Bryant lets his two run because he is playing like a zone uh, kind of deal. He's oh, yeah, underneath it. I thought Brian's drop was really good because he knew he had help over the top. He knew he could undercut. So I think his drop was pretty optimal knowing that Diggs would put now Diggs still undercuts it. Cause he's just reading the play. He's just being a natural player. Um, yeah. but this like, might be tricks actually, which uh -huh. is just where the backside quarter safety looks to the three receiver. And, and cause later on this game, we see Kobe turn and run with two vertical. Yeah. So, so here he doesn't, and you can see how the technique changes. He's he's just getting depth and eyes on the quarterback. Um, so they have really good layers here. If if the ball goes deeper, Diggs will probably stay higher on it, and Cody Kobe can just keep running effectively and undercut if necessary. So, yeah, what Diggs is really good at is. Um, so quarterbacks will look at the backside safety for a coverage indicator and Diggs lies to quarterback a lot. So like if you watch him in his the first steps of his drop, rather than like drop down the hash or um, or drop down this, you know, drop straight backwards or even drop slightly to his inside, his first steps are to the outside uh, sort of back here, which when a quarterback sees that, he'll think, okay, well, I can access this middle of the field window. Um, this guy's not going to be looking to my back, this kind of receiver over here. He's going to be looking to sort of double my isolated receiver on the other side of the field. Um, but what actually happens, obviously, is 
Diggs lied to Purdy. You can see he takes these steps to the outside. Then as Purdy looks there, he then works back to the over the middle. Now, this is a really bad throw. Like, this is awful. Like, Purdy is not good. They're, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Famous last words, but, like, you can't <laughs> overcome that against playoff defenses. There's, there's just no, you can't. Um, yeah. 